0: Hey, welcome to another awesome episode of the Ash Cash Show. All right, this show was a very enlightening show for me. And so as you may know, June is LGBT Pride Month. And Pride Month is currently celebrated each year in the month of June to honor the 1969 Stonewall Uprising in Manhattan. And the Stonewall Uprising was a tipping point for the gay liberation movement in the United States. As a result, many Pride events are held during the month of June, and there's a lot of awareness that goes on. And so I had the privilege of speaking to the trans capitalist, who is a transgender male, and he pretty much gave me some insight as to what are the trials and tribulations that transgender people go through here. In America and abroad, but it was really enlightening. So tune in, let me know your thoughts, send me an email, comment, but let me know your thoughts. This is the Ash Cash Show. Let's do it. I ain't talking about rich, I'm talking about wealth, wealth, wealth. Money money. Money ain't a thing, money ain't a thing. Money in the bank, money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk, so talk more. Cash show as cash show. The as cash show as cash show. The as cash show as cash show. The as cash show 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 as cash show ass cash show. The as cash show as cash show. The as cash show as cash show. You are now tuned into the Ash cash show. Your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right. Welcome to another awesome episode of the Ashcast show. I am excited about the guests that we have today. We have Kay Kenneth Davis, also known as the trans capitalist, and he is a proud transgender male committed to helping the LGBTQIA community financially thrive through every transition. Kenneth passionately works to educate them on the importance of financial literacy. He earned a BS in civil engineering from Rochester Institute of Technology and received a master's of finance from Pace University. Apart from being a financial literacy advocate, he offers in-person workshops for colleges and universities, helps increase and strengthen squares businesses, and help develop programs for LGBT-identifying homeless youth to become financially independent. He is passionate about boosting the LGBT economy to new heights. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for K. Kenneth Davis. How are you? Hey, uh, doing so great. So I appreciate you. So, so, first of all, thank you so much uh, for being our guest. Um, I'm excited, right? So, it, it is Pride Month, and this is a topic that I don't believe uh, is spoken about enough. Um, and so I, I'm excited to, you know, even for me, uh, you know, I, I spoke to you offline that this is going to be a learning experience for me. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm excited to learn more. But before we we jump into the questions, tell me in your words who is K. Kenneth Davis?
1: So K. Kenneth Davis, me, I always like to start off and say that I'm a proud black transgender male mm-hmm. because that sentence is powerful within itself. Mm -hmm. As we already know, within the LGBT community, it's still, it's a very sensitive and touchy topic, but for me, I feel like I have to represent myself because I'm representing a whole other community that has no voice. Talk about a major underdog, as we already know within society what it means to be Black. And now, especially adding to even be queer, because even if you're gay or lesbian, you can still hide that behind closed doors, as there's many people who still are as they say, like in a closet or like to hide their identity. But being transgender. That's different because at a point in my life I cannot hide who I am. So this is why what I do. But also I was basically forced in a corner because for my family, my mom was like um Southern Baptist, like Methodist, all that very religious, basically to say. So the whole gay thing was not for her. So within her family, like she was like, I'm not supporting this. So we had the option. And I was like financially cut off. So I was like, either go back and live with her and be under her rules and be life because I started to break down even transgender. I was born a biological female and I transitioned into a male. So it was either go back and stay in a female body and be highly depressed. I tried to commit suicide over three times and I was just like, I can't do this no more. I have to be me. So I did, but in order to get to the man I am today, That also cost money. And then when I was really on my own, I knew nothing about money. And that was crazy to me. So until like I suffered so many financial fears, I call them like I've been um, almost like evicted, had car repossession lists, had credit cards default. Like I did all that. So I was just like something has to change. So that's when I started my journey to learn more about money.
0: All right, and so, at what point did you realize that you wanted to make the transition from female to male?
1: So I knew. So things like I always knew I was different since I was little. So there'd be times because I have an older brother too, and I was like, I thought as everybody thought, it was like it was just admiration, looking up to him, but it wasn't because I was like everything he got, I really wanted, and it was even to the point that I always like tell a story. I was in pre-K, and all my friends were. Like all my best friends were boys. And then even to a like when we were in gym and then that's when um, the teacher, like we were playing some game or something like kickball and they broke it up like girls versus boys. And then I was going with the boys naturally. And the teacher was like, oh no, you can't, you gotta go over there. And then the crazy thing was like, all the guys were upset, like, yo, what are you doing over there? And then even the girls were like, you don't belong here. Wow. Like, why are you on this side? And I was just like, yeah, I don't understand it. So I never understood that gender concept until later or even when I identified as lesbian and like living a double life, I just still knew like, this is not it. Like I was still depressed. Cause I was like, this is not me. And I'm still going to have to stay, stay here until my school, which was very open and diverse that they would have a drag show every semester. And then there was this person on stage and everybody was whispering. It was a guy who was on stage and everybody was whispering like, yo, did you know they started off as a female? Like that used to be a girl. And I was like, you're lying. Like, this is crazy. So I literally like ran home and like Googled as much as I can about it. And I was like, this is it. Wow. I'm doing this. Like, you know, looking back, like finally an answer to all my problems that I was feeling.
0: Yep. Wow. 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 And so, I mean, you alluded to it before. That was one of my biggest questions because as I started to think about it, I was saying that, you know, like you said, right, if you identify, as lesbian or gay, the world isn't as difficult yes. because, you know, like a gay man would still look like a man, right? Mm-hmm. Or a lesbian woman would still look like a woman. And unless they say something, right? Like unless they yes. let people know about their sexual preference, then you would then uh, you say, okay, yeah, this person is, you know, gay or lesbian. And there's things that come, come with that from a societal perspective. Um, but as a transgender, it's different, right? Because, or, or, or talk to me about that difference.
1: It's different to a point that you know that you have to embark on this journey within yourself to be fully recognized. So it's kind of like saying, you know who you are. And it's like, you have to go through the world of telling people like, no, this is not who I am. Like, Who you know, who you see me as is not who I am inside. So Mm -hmm. even to start that journey that I knew that um, that's why they have like gender reaffirming surgeries as well to even go through that. Or even um, what I am on is on testosterone hormone replacement changes, Mm -hmm. that that also changes my physical body, which helps me be able to bring out the person who I was inside to the forefront to Mm -hmm. help me balance out because it's like people don't understand too like nobody wishes to be transgender like I hope people understand that it's like you've been having this urge inside of you keep telling you like you do not resonate with this i do not like I even tried it like as I used to be beaten into a skirt into a dress or even to a point like I was tired of being beaten so I was like let me just go along and try and it was just like no I still can't do this because this is not who I am like I hate wow. wow. everything within that life aspect and then to even when I decided to make that decision to the transition a lot went through my mind I also have sickle cell anemia which is a Abilitating um disease too that affects majority African community. But I knew the risk was worth it because I just could not live this lie anymore, or basically a fake facade of who I was. That anytime I'm with anybody else, even the women that I dated before, they were just like, I never see you as a woman, or even anybody who knew me, especially even on campus, was like, well, that's not a girl. Like everybody knows who that is. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows like that's Ken. That's just him. So it's just like, yo. I can't do this anymore, but within society, I knew the backlash I was going to face. And for me, my happiness was number one. My mental peace Mm -hmm. was more than the depression that I was feeling within my life. So it's not like anybody, it's like people forget that we understand what society feels about us, how they accept us, but we're still doing this decision. Then yes, that means it's something more than what I care about outside of appearances or outside feelings.
0: And so I mm-hmm. want to unpack a, a few things that you said, right? Because I think that one of the 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 biggest misconceptions, uh, you know, for those that are not in the LGBTQIA community is that it's a choice. Because I'll be honest, and, and I, I said this to you, Yvonne, as well, is that like 10 years ago, I wouldn't be open to even having this conversation. I'll be honest. Right. I wouldn't even be open to it. Um, and it, and it, it wasn't because, you know, of like any hate or anything, you know, towards the LGBTQI community. It was just like, for me, um, it just wasn't part of my world. Right. Like, like mm-hmm. I, it, was, it was just something that didn't really affect me. Um, and it wasn't something that I felt like, you know, was part of my world, you know? Um, but, but, I guess for me, it changed when I started having kids, honestly, right? So as a parent, I now, you know, I have a daughter, I have a son and I love them unconditionally. And I've always, like, I hear stories now of what parents go through, you know, whether they accept it, whether they don't accept it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so those thoughts come to my head. Like, what if my daughter or what if my son? And for me, it doesn't even matter, right? Like, because I'm... I'm fully vested in their happiness and so because I'm fully vested in their happiness it really doesn't matter to me what they what they choose right and that's, yeah. that's 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 what I'm thinking right it doesn't matter to me what they choose but you're saying that it's not a choice that it that you know and so w- walk me through that because I want to kind of understand that it's not a choice it's just a feeling that like like how I like how I feel, and mm-hmm. know, like I am a man, yeah. I love women like that's that's how I feel, and so you're saying like that's the the feeling that you have, yeah,
1: it's just like I knew it's like more than a feeling, it's just like your personality, it's just yeah. like your whole makeup, your whole identity, your whole character as a person like it's just naturally it's intuition. Like if yep. you just keep getting the feeling to keep going right, you're going to go right. No matter, even if you try to go left, something's right. going to keep pulling you back, Like, right? And I love even with your platform, how you add the spirituality factors mm-hmm. into your um, content. And I love that because even on the spiritual level, that's what it is. And I would like to add too, that people forget like being transgender is nothing new. Like you go back to the history books, Even before they took us from Africa and put Christianity in our hand, even within tribal places, there was always known as a person who was a two-spirit person. And they would be known as, like, the wise elder because they lived in both lives to understand both concepts of what does it mean to be a man and also what it means to be a woman and to bring together that unity. But it was who they are as a person. Like, this is nothing changed. It's just... A lot of people now are being more visible to it. But even like I said, from growing up, I knew I was different when, especially when they would try to put me in dresses, they would try to put me in skirts, or even when they would tell me like, a lady doesn't act like this, like every every day of my life like growing up I was always being corrected and at first like they thought it was the tomboyish but then it's like it's not a phase like if you're still living this I'm 30 about to be 31 and even back then if I'm still going like 15 16 years fighting this strongly this is not a phase this is just who I am just like you can't control who you love or technically like yes you can like if you have a crush on this person even though um, they might be in a different relationship or different, whatever. Like, you still have that feeling, you still have that love, and you still have that attraction to them. Something is still wrong, but it's always that decision that you take within yourself and with your side. And it's just like a lot of people say, like, oh, um, religious reasons, you're not supposed to do that. That's not what it is. Like, as nature, as it within the heart is who you are, and that's who I am, and I cannot deny that anymore. I refused to be miserable. I was horribly, horribly depressed. I used to drink, do any type of drug to like get myself out of that space. And until I realized that this was my way out to really live who I am, my personality, my happiness like skyrocketed, accelerated. Like I was actually able to care about my life because it's like when you're being told this is not who you are, you're going to feel a distance within yourself and you're not going to connect with the world anymore. And then especially with LGBTQ, as you say, like, Oh, now God doesn't love you. You're not accepting. And it's like, who else do you have to turn to? Because right. this is not going away. Like even as they're trying to ban conversion camps, because you can't pray away. <laughs> like it's not going nowhere. And,
0: what, and what's, what's a conversion camp? What is that?
1: So conversion camps are like horrible places that, people i would say like parents send their children to where they like try to correct you every single day to be like no this is you like whatever you're feeling for whatever attraction wow. you have the same sex person or even being transgender wherever you think you are that's completely wrong you need to keep praying it away or even doing worse things of like physical punishment Wow. Or even just any camp to be like, well, now you're going to sleep with this, like pushing people like sleep with other people, pushing wow. other people to date other people. And it's just like you're forcing somebody to be somebody that they're not to an extent. And then like you just keep berating. It's kind of like the abortion clinics where people try to tell you like if you're throwing away your baby, you're wrong, you're going to have same right. kind of concept.
0: Wow, wow. And so let let let's let's talk a little bit about um the financial barriers right that a you know trans person goes through right because i know that you know you mentioned earlier that you know number one your mother wasn't accepting of it and so now you had to make a choice whether you have to hide who you are and conform to her rules or uh you have to be financially independent at a time that you're not ready to be financially independent, then there's surgeries, then there's, I mean, you know, talk to me about all of the financial barriers that comes with making the decision to, you know, to, to, to follow what you feel.
1: Oh yeah. So definitely the statistics are crazy. So even for like transgender people of color is four times higher than the national unemployment rate. And then even going in for LGBT homeless youth, six, was it? there's 40, 40% of them and 60% identified as LGBT. And the reason that they're homeless now is because their parents kicked them out because they were not accepting. So mind you, at whatever age they are, and I'm glad that you were able to acknowledge that, yeah, when you're like 16, 17, 18, like you're still a young person and now you're on your own and now you're forced to grow up. And then the thing is that, especially at your combating so many things in your life and facing so many mental obstacles, money is not the first point on your mind. You're just you're in basic survival mode. It even took me now a lot of like meditation and years to understand like, okay, I am where I'm at and I can thrive. But even the expenses are ridiculous. So even finding rent on your own, then even what To even combat that to get money is to find a job, right? So just like a lot of people say, okay, just get a job. But if you're going through a transition where you're in between of still looking like a female, then in between looking like men and vice versa for males who um, transition into females, a lot of people are not accepting. So even going to those jobs, even getting a job is a huge obstacle, which I advocate for, especially within Pride Month, all these corporations now, when they jump on the pride flag, but are these the same corporations that are hiring my trans brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. That's a whole other topic. Right. But then also, even even if you're able to get past that barrier, and this is why there's this term of calling it stealth, where even now, like if people see me, they have no recollection that I was a female before. So that's meaning I'm passable now. And then to be self is to not let people know that I am trans in order to like keep my job or to even just have safety for myself. But for people who can and do that, that's a whole other obstacle. But if I got to that point, I have a job now, now to even keep up my appearances, like gender reaffirming, like top surgery, I had breasts, I had them removed. That surgery within itself was like eight grand. And I was luckily at a time to find a loophole that got my insurance to cover it. But there are so many, like, thousands of people who can afford that surgery. And then even if you get past that point, if you want to start a family, so now then you don't have to do, like, in vitro. And then even planning, family planning for that part is, like, thousands of dollars. And insurance still has to catch up that they're not even helping to cover those. And then, as I even said, too, knowing being trans, Luckily, I was smart and I figured out that I need to know which state allows me to be who I can be. So I knew from a very early age, like which states that I have to live in. So it's like I can't move to the South because they have no human rights. So it's like I'm still fighting for basic human rights that... I'm not entitled to, which is crazy. So like they said, that's there's a lot of hubs of where the LGBT community is because there's laws that allow us to live and be free because there's places where I can be kicked out or evicted where moment's notice because it's up to somebody else if they don't feel comfortable or even having business being rejected for myself. So it's like, we're always living on edge to understand like who accept us even to have the basic rights to even thrive. So imagine facing all those things. I can't, you're you're not allowed to like have a normal life. You have to fight for everything that you can have that you are entitled to like a regular cisgender person. Mm -hmm. And that's what we in the LGBT community call a cisgender is a person who was born their sex and they accept it and they live within that. So that's. Uh,
0: So, so I'm a cisgender Mm -hmm. male. Yes. Okay, got it. Okay, okay, then, okay. Yeah,
1: so to even okay. be, so to fight, to even get the same rights as a cisgender person, because then it's like once you declare who you are, it's like all those things are like stripped from you, and you wow. have to rebuild again. It's crazy. Wow.
0: Man, that's a lot. That's a lot, you know, and, and, and that's a lot to think about and a lot to unpack, meaning that like literally right? And, 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 and was it the home of the free, home of the brave? You can't even be free or brave.
1: No. And, in, and mind you, compared to the world, the U.S. is the most liberal compared to all other wow. worlds. Wow. So I
0: know there's one person... And, ju- and just because yes. you've made the decision... Yes. On... Or or, or who... Like, you, you want to be who you are and because you live your truth, right? And... and I'm sorry, because, because for me, I feel like, um, and this is, you know, this is my preference, like 10 years ago, compared to now, right? Like 10 years ago, there was a lot of like homophobia going around, you know, and so for me to even, you know, as a cisgender male, like, you know, in order for me to even say that I'm accepting of anybody's lifestyle, you know, I would be like, Worried that it would question my you know you know yeah, question yeah, me, their
1: influence exactly like who right. is
0: a person right right you know that. but but now, but you know now i 'm at a space where um you know partly like I said, partly growing up you know or or, or having you know kids now, but even just from a spiritual perspective being a um you know a spiritual being and understanding that we are spirits going mm-hmm. through a human experience and so when i connect with somebody i'm not connecting with you as the human i'm i'm okay. connecting with your spirit um but 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 also even if if you take if you remove that layer the fact that you're not really hurting anybody no maia we are at me. all like 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 you In making <laughs> Right, it's not like oh, because you decide to like. What what are the statistics? Are there statistics that say that trans people hurt? Like do, you no, know?
1: there's there's nothing like that at all. Wow. People try to use the pedophilia and all that stuff is wrong. As I know, so many people though that were like abused by their own priest, their own pastor, or That's even other right. uncles who are still cisgender males who are like tagging other people. But transgender people literally, so she just like. The whole queer, queer community, they just want to be able to love who they love. And mind you, these are all things that are behind closed doors. Right. Like, this is what you do within your home. Like, right. of who you want to love, who you even want to sleep with, who you even want to share your body with. That's fine. But even going out within society, if I'm trying to just do my job and work next to you, that's all I want to do. Right, right. I can provide for myself and hopefully for my future family. Like, that's it. So, right. even like the whole gender um the whole bathroom rules like in North Carolina which is ridiculously crazy too because yeah. then they're just like oh well why don't you just use the bathroom sign of birth so if you're seeing me now and now you want me going to the female bathroom like women like I noticed the transition too when I became male that now I see like women will cross the street from me because they don't want to be like walking next to a man in the dark like I totally you. In that right, device, right, right. all those other things as well too. Wow. So it's
0: crazy. Wow. Wow. And so, and you mentioned earlier about, you know, even having to, to, to worry about your safety. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: So just like, as you said, like 10 years ago, you was not as accepting. So it's just like, I always am aware of the environment that I'm in and who I'm around. Luckily I still feel comfortable, um, walking into those spaces, but it's just like, if somebody is, whatever reason, they don't feel comfortable about LGBTQ, they want to make an example of them, they want to chase them down, they want to fight them. Just like, um, there was a trans, like, even right now, there's an alarming rate of black transgender, transgender women who are being killed which wow. is ridiculous and nobody's not doing that thing and nobody's even speaking up. And I'm glad that I can even mention this now for them just, and these are attacks of like when they're just walking home or if they're walking past a bar and people are getting rowdy and just, or don't even like of who they are, they want to attack them. And wow. this is crazy. So this is even for why i am or make sure that we're in distances where we can disclose who we are Or that's why the lgbtq try to find um affirming spaces safe spaces for us to just live talk and understand because just like you said like you're learning and once people understand because it's like everybody actually like they don't have a gay uncle gay auntie or right. somebody doing that they love right. like And I'll have that to people. It's crazy. Like, I'll be in places or with friends who won't even know that I'm trans, and they'll stay, like, homophobic stuff. But then after a while, I'll be like, hey, well, did you know I'm trans? And they're like, yo, you're so cool. You're so awesome. I didn't know that. And then I'm happy to do that because it changes their thinking. And now they know, like, this is not what I thought it was to be. Like, all the myths are dispelled. because as you see... I'm just a natural person right. just trying to live, just trying to do me and do what I need to do. So it's just like, as we're saying that gave us a chance to talk to us, know us like we'll answer whatever questions you need. Cause then you at the end of the day, you'll see that we're human beings, we're people.
0: Wow. Wow. And so what, what, what financial advice would you give to the trans community or the LGBTQIA community? Um, you know, what, what, what financial advice would you give them?
1: My biggest financial advice I always like to say are two things. Is one, research and start reading about financial literacy. Like, I did not know that there's rules to money out there. I literally just thought that you have to get a high-paying job and all your expenses will be covered. And it's like, no, there's proper ways to save. There's proper ways to divvy up your check and just to understand, like, There's rules to money. And if you understand those rules to money, you can start building your money from wherever point that you are, as the same way I was able to. And then secondly, pay yourself first. And Mm. that's a huge, huge topic that nobody talks on. And I was happy I was able to read that from like Rich Dad, poor dad. That we're so quick to pay all these other bills, all these other expenses, and to the point that like we we won't eat but this person got their bill paid right. so we can be okay. And I was like, nah, I, that's a mentality and a, and a habit that I had to change. Because like I said, these are the same corporations that like to just take, take, take from us, but don't care if we need something to eat. Don't care if we have somewhere to lay our head around. And it's like, no, when I started paying myself first, and then help me build the savings, I was able to get to a point where I can do more other things. And I would say, and I did that to a point where some bills I didn't pay on purpose because I knew if I waited, then I can get paid again or paid another time. And then that late fee wasn't as much. But if I knew if I paid that bill right then and there, I'm going to be in a bigger hole that I started from. So I was like, nah, we got to switch those rules.
0: Yep, yep. And 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 what would you um, say, or would you say, it's important that the LGBTQIA community learn about entrepreneurship and business ownership and creating multiple streams of income. Would you say that's, that would be a priority as well? Oh, most definitely.
1: So it was like within the LGBTQIA community, not a lot of people know about financial literacy, but I like to call it like a big empty lot of like Disneyland. There are so many products and services that we need within our community that there is like a huge need and a huge demand on it it's like if we're able to create those businesses the profit is going to be crazy because this is what i even told about our buying power is the highest right now compared to any minority we're almost at like one trillion dollars and that's why i said all these other corporations know that and that's why they advertise to us because they know that we have our economy within itself has a lot of money our economy globally i believe will be like the 10th largest economy in the world just off of the lgbtqia community within itself so this is why i keep trying to tell people build your business right now put in that need and i will tell you you can find ways to get funding because it will be highly profitable because it's empty nobody's there like financial literacy I'm like the
0: only one. Right? And, I, and I love it. The <laughs> trans capitalists. Like I yes. love, I love the brand. Wow. And, and you're right because even, um, you know, even looking through, like, like, like you're definitely original, right? Because I know I forgot their name. I met a, a couple um, and they're, you know, um, gay men mm-hmm. who talk about financial literacy and I met them, I want to say a few years ago, and I know that they have you know built a community but to to have someone who is a trans person to really focus on that niche, I think that's you know i've I haven't um you know seen it um yeah. and, I, and 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 I applaud you I think that it that it takes um courage and bravery to just um, even, even like in approaching someone like me, and you know, you know, kind of starting that dialogue, because, like you said, you know, that's the risk. You don't know who's going to be accepting and who's going to, you know, be accepting. So I applaud you because um, now understanding the, the the financial pitfalls and the the barriers, because even without you know being a trans person the you know the, the the cisgender person has a lot of issues exactly. as it relates to money yes and so now, now you compound it with the other societal things and, and and so i could only imagine you know what a trans person would be going through financially it's it's horrible it's wow
1: but like you're always struggling like you're just always in survival mode just trying to figure out where your next meal is coming from where your next place of shelter is coming from like just even hiding who you are, like even making the journey home, even if you're lucky to get a job, even if you're lucky to go to... I was so fortunate to go to school and go to college. A lot of people can make the choice of not to and thinking like that they don't. or And then also like not even having that support around you yourself too. Like we're lucky that now like even MasterCard is um, which is big, is now they're letting people put their names that um, that may not be legally changed too, and because I forgot to mention that to even change your name legally, change your gender markers, all that that still costs money, that still has to change, or even within the laws of itself that at the time when I transitioned in New York, you had to have both surgeries, top and bottom surgery, to even change the gender mark on your birth certificate. And then, mind you, you need your birth certificate when you need to apply for a job or even, like, get, um, or to even do other things. Like, they know that you need that, identi- that identity card. But if I'm showing up and I'm still saying I'm this different person, then there's that mismatch, then there's that trouble within, like, police and all that other stuff, too. So, yeah, like, it's, crazy to even navigate all those things to get to the point where you just want to breathe and this is why I say like within the community and notice the people I work with like they don't want to be rich they just want to be comfortable like they just want to have money after to pay the bills or even just have money to pay those bills like their dreams are not even that high which I still like to reinforce because that saddens me because it's like we are still entitled to everything we can have in the world. I believe like wherever you want, you can manifest it. But then it's always that mental block to get past those barriers to say, like, I can have it. So sometimes it does feel like we're living in like the Jim Crow area because then you you being black on top of that too. It's like, you know what our community already had to fight on to get to where we are reset, to have that extra huddle to keep pushing and keep fighting to even get where you are.
0: Wow, ah. that is, uh, that is uh, you know, I, I, I'm i happy that we had this conversation because it enlightens me, yeah. um, you know, and, and, I, and I think that for me, just having that understanding, you know, allows me to be an ally, honestly, to kind of use, mm-hmm. you know, my platform because, uh, you know, again, you know, uh, my my first sort of like warming up was, you know, to like gay and lesbian kind of understanding that, um you know, people are people, you know? Um, but then now when you add that other layer that, you know, of, of, of you know, being trans, you know, I think that adds a different la- layer. And, you know, also I just wanted to add this just as a spiritual aspect of it uh, because of my understanding of, you know, how the law of attraction works and how things work, um, is that I do, I believe that you can manifest anything, right, into your life but what happens when every single day you're being persecuted? Yes. What happens yes. when every single day you're not seeing anybody who's living a, a, a life that they want to live that looks like you, that's been through what you've been yes. through? Yes. How can you manifest? How can you, you know, like, like, like for me, growing up in a low-income environment... Um, surrounded by drug dealers and only athletes mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I thought that was all I can be. Exactly. And then when I started to get exposed to people who look like me, who were similar like me, who came from a similar background, and they were successful, it helped me to to now see, okay, all right, I can do this now. And so, so I'm not putting no pressure, but you – you know, there's, there's pressure now. Like, like you have to continue with your bravery, with your, your, your activism and, and kind of shedding a light, you know, as you start to now understand that you can have everything and you start to manifest the things that you want to manifest into your life, you can now be that example, you know, for, for others. And, And I guess, that's me making an assumption, but are there examples? Are there people out there that have have made the transition that the trans community can look at and say, "Wow, this person is living their best life as a trans person is, is, is the, Do those um, examples exist currently?
1: Well, yeah, so I would definitely say that like I'm happy that there are examples, but it's more for a transgender woman. Cause now like you have Laverne Cox, she's an amazing actress and she was like in the Orange is New Black. Then you have like Janet Mock who's producing even the show Pose on Fox, which is great. But I would still say for like the trans male community, it is lagging. And then like the most biggest representative I know that is Chaz Bono, like Cher's son. But then that's when I also like to bring up media too and us being represented that majority of the light is shined on white transgender, uh, white transgender people or even trying to get us into the limelight of just being people of color or even also the term of um, non-binary, non-binary, like gender non-conforming, where you have people who don't feel like they're fully female or fully male and they're in, in between or they like to switch from different pers- um different spectrums at the end of the day whatever they feel like so if they feel like they want to be a woman or if they want to be a woman with a beard they have that right to however, they feel to and I love that because that's their total freedom but now it's trying to shine a light on them and that's why I even say for me growing up as I was being interviewed from Wall Street Journal they asked me like who are your financial role models and I'm like no one like I laughed at that I'm like we're even barely taught financial literacy growing up. Like, I was always told to never ask an elder how much they make, never ask your parents, like, just be quiet that you're actually getting money and all that. But then when you grow up as an adult and it's time to learn um, about money, you don't know nothing. So it's just right. like seeing examples, like, no, I don't see any. And that's why, that was another reason I created the Trans Capitalist. Cause it's like, I'm one of those people like, if you keep telling me, no, I can't do this, I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna do it with greatness and you're gonna love it. so that's why I was just like I'm going to keep pushing forward because it's like that's when I learned after financial literacy when I was able to build myself out of debt to a point and that's why the only reason I went back to get my master's because I wanted to know what the Wall Street executives knew that we didn't know and then that's why I learned like business is everything that's why I learned like owning your rights is everything and that's why I looked up to I always loved Jay-Z I'm originally from New York so Mm -hmm. I always loved Jay-Z for his power and business moves so I was just like you know what I'm going to build myself into a business where I can help provide jobs for other people in the transgender community because this is the only way that we're going to get ourselves out of it. Just like they had people don't even realize that the government how the agriculture industry came came up is that the government gave them loans at lower interest rates where they were able to make a profit and build them back. But now when it comes to us, or even going back to Black Wall Street, they destroyed any tip that they had for us. And it was just like, well, you know what? Knowledge is power. So as much as we know this, I'm gonna keep pushing so I can become that representative. And it's great because I do have a lot of Black trans males and other males who look at me like, whoa, you're talking about money. Like you were able to get to that point. Like you actually understand the language because we all know in finance, they make it convoluted on purpose to keep people out. And it was just like, nah, I'm not doing this. Like I'm going to take what I learned and give it back to my community. And this is why I said like, yeah, I have to be brave. It does get pressuring at sometimes, because then like I did, like I was able to get to a point where I made six figures in engineering, but I was miserable and depressed. And then it wasn't until I found money and then learning to helping others where they were just like, yo, you helped me so much. And that's why I say like, we need to start teaching financial literacy like another way like we take care of our health like our mental health our physical health and now we really need to start pushing our financial health and this is what i make sure i do and that's why i love the trans capitalist i'm not stopping i am going to keep pushing and this is why i'm saying like i'm reaching to that point where um i know i can go further but it's just figuring out how can i go further regardless of facing wherever i am but the main point is to continue to shine and be light. i want people to know that i'm the example for them
0: that i'm hear from and I'm going to keep building and keep growing. Wow. Powerful, powerful, powerful. And so (laughs) Ken, if someone wanted to, you know, get in contact with you, where can they find you?
1: Okay. So I am, you can find me at the trans capitalist. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, I'm even on Twitter, and I definitely am on YouTube where I create um, YouTube videos to teach you how, especially how to, navig- how to navigate medical insurance, because that's another um, confusing game that a lot of people fall victim into, but we need that for our health to continue our transition. I teach you easy things like very easy, simple steps of financial literacy, what you need to cover your bases, especially if you're making that transition, especially now if you're in a situation where you're kicked out, you're disowned, and you're on your own i got you and i'll teach you
0: how ken thank you so much for all you do uh you know appreciate <laughs> exactly. you appreciate your story um again make sure you follow him the trans capitalist um and yeah you know let me know how, how i can help because i you know i'm, I'm yes, really know intrigued that. about you know ab- about this journey and you know however way i can help build you know bring awareness you know i'm definitely willing to do that um And so listen, if you're listening to this podcast, this is what I need you to do. I need you to spread the word because I'm pretty sure that you, just like me, I was enlightened. You are enlightened as well. Hopefully you can share this with as many people as possible so that others are enlightened. Uh, Because, you know, Martin Luther King said this, injustice for one is injustice for all. And so when you think about it, if... You can't just fight for one. You have to fight for everybody because when there's injustice, that means it can always be you. And so make yeah. sure that you are sharing this with everybody. Um, but again, Ken, thank you thank you so much. I appreciate yes, you.
1: Thank you for having me. This was a great opportunity. Like I tell people, we're just trying to live just like everybody else. Yes.
0: That's all we need to do.
1: And if you ever have questions, especially too about transition or if you want to understand LGBT community, please hit me up too. I have no problem speaking about that. You can ask me any question at all. I'm here for it. All
0: right, appreciate you. You are now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show. Your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right.